Hello and welcome back to Breaking Point episode 5. Um, Matt Ballard here. Uh, also known as the uh, Prince of Podcasts and the most sought after crime podcast worldwide. So today uh, we're talking about a particular murder as, uh, as it states on my podcast, uh, Murder. Um, this one... I, is is recent. Um, it's it's recent in terms of like the last couple of years. Um, hits pretty close in terms of um, around my particular um, area that I live, and I have crossed paths uh, with particular people. Now I won't mention um, out of respect to the family, um, the the victim. Um, which is only fair. So today we're talking about uh, two female murderers, or a, 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 an accused murderer. Um, so their names are, are Gemma Lilly and, and Trudy Lennon, um, who murdered a particular young boy uh, a few years back, and are both now in jail. Life imprisonment with a minimum 28 years. It's for both of them, by the way. So we're gonna, we're gonna delve into, um, into what actually happened, uh, but we'll get to that a bit later. And for now, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna tell you about these particular women um, and the similarities with other particular people. So, We'll have a bit of a talk about uh, Gemma Lilly first, um, who was born in England. So she was from Stamford, Lincolnshire in England. Um, there was domestic abuse, as there always is with people that have deranged minds. Um, domestic abuse uh, by her mother. Um, Gemma's parents separated, with her father gaining custody of her and her siblings. She was diagnosed with dyslexia and autism at the age of six. Now, she liked to watch uh, serial killers um, dress up as them and collect butcher knives as a bit of a, a bloody hobby. Um, yeah, yeah, they, see... I like serial killers, as we all know. Um, dressing up as them, I there's a bit of a fine line. Um, like I've known people growing up who have just a, a love of all things gore, um, serial killers, and so on. But they, oh, it goes back to the old nature versus nurture thing, which I think I've brought up a few times on these podcasts. Um, it's hard to tell. You either go one way or the other, don't you? Um, but like I said, born to kill. That's the way it is, my view. Um, so, the age of 15, um, she wrote a novel um, called Playzone, uh, whose main protagonist was named after the real-life serial killer, David Berkowitz, or as some of you know, Son of Sam. 
Uh, she also public, published a book online under the pen name of Sin Demon. In 2010, the age of 18, Gemma Lily moved to Perth, where she worked at a tattoo parlour and at a Woolworths supermarket, which I've gone to many times in my lifetime. Um, in 2012, she married a gay man in order to obtain permanent residency. Now, this uh, particular guy uh, passed away in 2014. Yeah, I don't know much about that, but maybe we'll uh, discuss it later on. In 2016, she met and befriended Trudy Lennon, who had been a friend of the deceased's best friend. Um, this particular woman, Trudy Lennon, uh, frequently practiced BDSM as a submissive and she and Gemma Lilly forged a dominant submissive, submissive, submissive friendship. I don't even know if submissive is a word. In May 2016, Trudy moved into Gemma's house, which they, call, oh, which they called Elm Street in Aurelia. Um, they had virtual conversations with each other, and Lennon called Lilly SOS, while Lilly called Lennon Corvina the alias Lennon used on the BDSM scene. Well, here it, there you go. Um, in an online conversation, 31st of May, uh, Lily and Lennon told each other they were ready to commit a killing. Between 16th of May and 12th of June, Lily and Lennon made three shopping trips together. Circular saw, acetone, bleach, a barrel, and 100 litres of hydrochloric acid C, Surely that would red flag. I mean, come on. Who, like, who honestly buys hydrochloric acid? Um, well, see, uh, three, three shopping trips together and two girls buying a circular saw, acetone and... That, to me, that's just... This, this shit should be flagged. Like, you buy stuff online... Um, Say, say for instance, I was going to buy a bloody... Oh, put, how's this? If I bought an air rifle online, it wouldn't even make it through customs over here. So how the bloody hell does someone buy a circular saw, acetone, bleach, a barrel and 100 litres of hydrochloric acid in three shopping trips and it doesn't get flagged? See, that's, to me, that's... Uh, that that's somebody not doing their job right. Um, and you would kind of... Oh, look, I, I could go on about this for a long time. Things like this make me mad. Um, people just getting through the system. So, the disappearance and the discovery of the body. Alright, we're going to get into that very shortly. Um, but for now... We'll, uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, Gemma Lilly again, um, and um, we'll, we'll talk about her dad, because uh, Mr. Richard Lilly, um, who's the father of Gemma Lilly, now, he did a, an interview um, with... Channel 7? Channel 9? I don't, I don't know. I don't know who, who it was. Um, 
But here's, here's a little bit of a, a thing from the news. So the father of a would-be serial killer convicted of the brutal, cold-blooded murder of a particular guy um, believes his daughter is not guilty, saying she hasn't got a bad bone in her body. Richard Lilly spoke publicly for the first time after his daughter was found guilty of WA's most evil murders, along with her older friend and housemate Trudy Lennon, a mother of three. In 2016, the woman killed this particular person uh, to live out a sick and twisted murder fantasy. Uh, yep. Um, I quote Richard Lilly. Uh, no, actually, yeah, I know my Gemma. She hasn't got a bad bone in her body, unquote. Um, and she also, 100% with emotion in her eyes, said to her father, I did not do it. Um, and she also said that she, she thought she was smarter than everyone. She even told people that she was smarter than everyone. Um, that she was really too good and she'll never get caught. Well, you're obviously not that good lady because... Um, you got 28 years to think about it, um, which she was that confident that she believed that DNA wouldn't wouldn't get her. Really got her in the end, though, didn't it? So, as far as I know, she was the main protagonist, and Trudy Lennon um, was basically an accomplice. Uh, but they still went went into it together. Um, it's a pretty sad story. So next up is the disappearance and the body discovery. All right. <laughs> okay, welcome back. So disappearance and body discovery on the morning of monday the 13th of june 2016 an 18 year old man with asd autism spectrum disorder was driven to the house he was lodging at in waikiki to rocking Cent rocking center <sighs> rockingham center shopping center by his landlady he was reported missing two days later after failing to return to the house Investigators discovered that the last answered phone call made to his mobile was made on the 13th from Lennon's phone and a footage by a closed circuits television camera at the Rockingham Centre Shopping Centre. Jeez, I've got, I've got to get my words straight. Yeah, so um, the Rockingham uh, Centre shopping area. Yes, got it. Um, showed... Trudy driving a car out of the car park with Lily and the uh, boy inside. Also, a camera outside the woman's house in Aurelia had captured uh, this particular guy entering the house with the women later that morning. On the night of the 20th of June, police went to the house to search for the boy. And after digging up concrete tiles in the backyard, they found his body buried in a 30 centimetre deep grave. Now, a post-mortem examination established that he had suffered stab wounds to his neck and chest, which severed a jugular vein and punctured his liver and lungs. There were also marks on his uh, neck consistent with an attempt to strangle him with a garrot. 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 Anyway, there were also defensive wounds on his hands. Um, th this is as bad as you can get. Um, imagine being the family. 
Um, you sort of not want details released on these things. Think about your own children and um, imagine, okay, it's, it's bad enough, it would be bad enough to find out that your child has um, been murdered, uh, especially at 18. <clears throat> and to, to find out that he, to, that he fought back um, and, and suffered um, severe stab wounds um, and also marks that's consistent with being strangled. Um, it's, it's terrible. It really is. Uh, my thoughts went out to the family and, and so on. Um, it's always, it's always hard when you've, it's, I don't know, the, I don't know them, but I've seen them, um, the, the victim's families. So to, to try and understand what they would have went through would, would be difficult on its own and seeing it on the news as well. Um, I have absolutely no remorse, remorse, um, no, these two women are just sick and twisted. Um, and I, I, one worked at Woolworths shopping centre, so I, I'd, probably, I'd probably been served by this particular girl. I'd, when it came up on the news, um, or the first time I saw it, I thought, wow, I, I know that girl from somewhere. Where do I know her from? Then as it came out later that she, was, she worked at Woolworths. So there's a 90... 5% possibility that she served me at one particular point um, prior to doing all this. Um, I don't really talk to people when I, when I go to the shopping centre, so I'm really glad I didn't strike up a conversation. Um, or I could have been me. Who knows? Nobody. So, after being arrested, uh, Gemma and Trudy were charged with murder um, two days later. Um, two days later after the body was found. Uh, both pleaded not guilty. Um, so it appeared that at this particular moment, um, Lily um, Lily uh, dobbed her friend, friend in. Um, and basically they turned against each other. Um, but... Lily did say she wanted to kill someone to tick murder off her bucket list. Yeah, uh, I don't think that's on my bucket list, really. Um, what is, thing, I've just got normal things on my bucket list, um, which everyone else, you know, travel, um, uh, things like that, ride horseback naked on a beach. I think we all have those. Um, particular things on our bucket list. I don't know. Um, it's twice now that I've mentioned a horse in, uh, in these podcasts. Um, so, <laughs> so let's get back to it. I'm going off on a, on a little tangent. Um, when questioned about the content of their virtual conversations and lists of methods of torture and items used for torture that were found in their house, uh, they were drafting scenes to be included in the books I was writing. You know, I've, as of being a failed author, actually, no, I wouldn't say a failed author. It's on Amazon. Um, however, 
it seemed to sell pretty well when it was free. As soon as I put a price on it, it uh, went nowhere. But anyway, so some of the scenes, oh, I'm just going into my book for a minute. Um, some of the scenes that I wrote um, in my book, um, and actually the second one that I wrote as well, I actually, I, I started drinking um, because I wanted to get into the mindset of it. Uh, like, it's it's about a couple of detectives uh, grew up together, um, and there's a serial killer. Um, same thing, really. So they're trying to track down this serial killer who's one step ahead of them. But to get into the mindset of um, the serial killer himself. Now, there's there's parts of it in book one and two that he does go into. Uh, he that there is a lot of really unsavory things that he does to people and I, I, my normal brain couldn't um, couldn't access uh, access that part of it so I had to I had to drink um, and then write again while I was drinking um, so I'd be more open-minded to particular situations um, I think it did pretty well uh, from my end, but anyway, while we're talking about me, I don't know. Um, so they were they were doing books. Uh, they wanted a book. They wanted something real life to draw on, I guess. And um, well, now she gets to write it in jail. Um, maybe she can write a book on how not to be a fucking idiot. Um, Two months after the conviction, uh, which was the 1st of January last year, she suffered 21 Lennon, um, not to be confused with the Lennon family in England, John Lennon and so on. Uh, anyway, Trudy Lennon suffered burns to 21% of her body when a fellow inmate, um, I can't really pronounce her name, uh, Miss Forrest, uh, doused her with two litres of boiling water while Lennon was waiting to receive medication. Um, wow. Now, here's the weird part. Uh, local boxing icon uh, Denny Green praised the attack on Lennon on Facebook, writing, My hat is off to whoever carried out this act. I'm tired of our uh, putrid constitution forcing the law into the hands of the community. This poor young man... The way his life ended was just incomprehensible. I hope you get an infection and die horrid and slow and obscenely painful death, you foul mutt. Well, um, I'll get back to that. In December 2018, it was reported that Lily was in a romantic relationship with inmate Melanie Atwood, a fellow convicted murderer, female. Both Lily and Atwood were later moved to different prisons. Um, I... I'm not going to sit there and say that I'm 100% in agreement with uh, with this uh, boxing icon, Australian boxing icon. But I will say that, yes, she deserves everything she gets. However, I'm, I'm sure someone's just... I'm not a... Um, yes, it'd be different if it was some... If it was my family, yeah, eye for an eye. But sometimes, yes, the law fails. But the law is only good as the law. It doesn't make sense. Um, 
Yeah, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. So, what she did she deserve it? Did she deserve to be doused with two litres of boiling hot water? It's probably the least um, least she could get for what she did. Um, now she's she's going to die a horrid and slow death because she'll be in there till whenever time and if she doesn't get killed in, in the meantime. Um, they're both terrible people in my book. And yeah, they they it's that's just yeah like 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 he said uh, incomprehensible um i don't yeah i okay i I'll, i'm just going to sit there and say yeah i'm in agreement with him they should get everything they deserve if they die in jail they die in jail um who am i to intervene but yeah this this is one of the most terrible cases of um western australia um, it seems like in the last 10 years, there's been, uh, a lot of death and murders. It's almost like one a week. Um, there's a dog barking. I'm going to kill it. No, I'm not. It, but it's annoying. Um, I'll wake up to that, by the way, sometimes. I don't know whose dog it is, but anyway, um, like I, I'll, I'll say the same thing every podcast. Murder's murder's not fun, especially of of a young boy whose uh, life was starting out basically. And as I said, my heart goes out to the family. Um, and I just I, I wish there was better means to certain things in life. Um, with with uh, the justice system. I think that people should not murder. That's my that's my take. Um, because where where does it really get you in the end? Um, get you nowhere, except behind bars, where you where you deserve to be. But that's like I've said previously. What there's a what ta- gets you to that point of murdering someone? Um, what what happens to where you flick a switch and you go, you know what? I'm just going to murder someone. I, back in my younger days, I've had, you know, the odd punch up here and there and, and but it not, I've been pretty angry with these people. Now, not one point, I'm also, also under the influence, at one, not one point did I think, I'm going to, I'm going to kill this guy. Now, I I had a well my childhood was okay. Um, I'm lucky enough to have two great fathers. Um, wouldn't say my life was uh, was awesome growing up. You know, bit of a mental mind boggle. Um, but I, I I turned out all right. I guess. I mean that's it's not up for me to decide. I have morals, like we all do. I'd never murder anyone. Um, but this is what happens when you do the wrong thing or you murder someone. And I, I, do they do it? And then do they turn around afterwards and go, oh my God, I'm remorseful for that. What happened? Some, I've seen some people 
on when when they get taken to court and they've still got that look of hatred in their face and they uh, it really annoys me when they cry uh, um, you're convicted to 28 years life behind bars you will not see the light of day and then they just break down crying you, what, what did you expect did you expect them to go look it was an accident we'll put you in jail for two years sorry do the crime do the time that's all that's all I'm gonna say is uh, I'm getting angry anyway thanks for listening once again and um, send, send me a, a Twitter message I'm on Twitter uh, breaking point on Twitter um, feel free to send a message um, I actually put a tweet up today asking um, if there's anything I should podcast um, in terms of Australian um, murder. Anyone? I've, I've got a couple of episodes left. Uh, so once once I'm done with them of Australian murders, then I'm going to move onwards and upwards um, across the ocean to wherever I land. Um to do some, uh, maybe some more serial killers and maybe some crime. Uh, maybe some, maybe some obscure, actually there's a friend of mine that I spoke to um, the other night who mentioned doing an obscure podcast um, with me. So that'll be, uh, that'll be an upcoming episode um, and be looking forward to to doing it with her and not um, not talking to myself. So yeah. So until the next one, which will be maybe in a week, maybe maybe less. Um, but yeah, I, I do hope you enjoy this one. Um, I mean, there's nothing to enjoy, but it's a bit of insight into some things that happen in Australia. Um, I'm Matt Ballard, and. Thanks for listening.